Welcome to 40 Minute Fridays. I'm Mallory. I'm Megan. And this is the podcast where we talk at each other for 40 minutes, give or take. Yeah. Mm, probably not give or take. It's pretty much exactly 40 minutes. Or take. Mm-hmm. Definitely not give. <laughs> Sometimes take. Uh, it is my week to plan, which means Megan doesn't know what's happening. Nope. She's going to be shocked and surprised. Especially by this first part, which Mm-mm. is... Megan derails. I've been a sober bear this week, and I've had no water today. Okay. Um, but I'm on day seven of having of being a sober bear. Oh, well, that's exciting. My, I'm bear, on... my bear looks like that. Oh. Uh, it's like a polar bear. Note that I haven't had alcohol in, like, over a month. But I didn't meet my water intake goal. Before this in any of August. So I've now met my fluid intake goal for the last seven days and been a sober bear. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Three more days to go. Uh, I had champagne at Mel's marriage, so Mm -hmm. I am not a sober bear. Not even a sober bear. I had a whole glass of champagne. You were a sober bear today, but I don't know if you've had enough fluids. I don't know how many is enough. I've had two turvises worth of fluids. How big is the turvis? That's not ounces. I don't know how many ounces it is. 16? Well, our Phoenix Tears cups are 30 ounces. Okay, 24. Okay. It's 24. So I've had 48 ounces, um, give or take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's not enough even, a little bit. I've had 26. So my How goal, many ounces do I need to have? Well, you weigh m- more than me. That's true. And it's based on weight. How and many does height, it think you should have? I should have 95 fluid ounces okay, a day. Okay, so I should have like 190. You're not double. <laughs> That's more than double. Um, it's also like based on your physical activity, and I told it that I like don't do very much physical activity. Um, and yeah, and so it thinks that I should have 95 ounces of water more if I exercise, so... You're probably not getting enough water, Mallory. You out there right now, go get yourself a glass of water. You probably haven't been had enough water today. And if you want to lose weight, get some ice water. It won't do much, but it will speed up your metabolism enough to make you feel like you've done something good, but for you actually <laughs> to have done basically nothing because life hacks are a sham. Remember that life hack that was just garden? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a life hack that was like, cut the tomato, scoop out the seeds, plant the seeds, wait four months, you have tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Life hack. <laughs> Excuse me? Yep. Uh, that's the way life hacks have gone for this current generation. It's just things that older generations did that are now life hacks. I'm not an old generation. Yeah, but, but have that's you just ever gardening. grown tomatoes? I feel like I started to grow tomatoes in, like, my second grade class. Mm-hmm. Like, as a class, we grew Because I feel like it's just something that older generations did. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, my grandmother literally just grew tomatoes. Yeah. That was just something you did. Yeah. Or you did life hack. And you yeah. just... Yeah. Well, it's still not a life hack, Mallory. <laughs> yeah. It's still not a life hack. A life hack is where you, like, super glue a tube of toothpaste... To your toothbrush so that you never lose the toothpaste and it squirts out exactly on your toothbrush. Life hack. Mm. (laughs) That's still a terrible idea. Yeah. But life hacks should include glue guns and efficiently and inefficiently creating a false sense of efficiency. That's true. 
I mean, I'm, I'm down for How that. How many times can I say the word efficiency? efficiency? How many times can I use words that have the root word of efficient in this podcast? Take a sip of water every time you hear me do it. <laughs> and now on to your regularly scheduled Mallory podcast. The first thing I was going to talk about is that our call-out section last week mm. was wildly effective. Wildly popular. Uh, very popular. The most responses we've gotten to a singular podcast. Ever. Mm-hmm. Period. So that is something we will be implementing. Not every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think it's maybe like a monthly segment. Or but... like whenever we have something burning. Mm-hmm. But beware, you will be called out. Even if you don't listen to this podcast, because I've now decided... Yeah, yeah, That obviously we're going to call you out and then we're going to send you the the podcast. podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is how we expand our user base Mm -hmm. through guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. We could also, like, counteract that with, like, shouting it out. We could have, like, a a call them out and then a shout them out. Okay. I like that. So this week we're going to shout out all of the people that we called out last week. Especially Mel, because then Mel actually did read some of the book that she had been reading. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so, good job, Mel. You actually did the thing. Vex and Kellen were still waiting, but you did answer. So yeah, that's true. This round of applause is a little bit for you, but it's mostly for Mel. Yeah. Yeah, we're shouting you out for, you know, calling back at us. Mm-hmm. We like it. Yeah. We like feedback. <laughs> yep. I know it seems like we're talking into the abyss every week, and we are. But when the abyss calls back, it's not mm-hmm. as creepy as you think it would be. Like, it's actually very warm and comforting. Mm-hmm. Unlike when the void shouts back, in which case you're like, please stop updating me without an actual regain gate date. Wow. Blah, 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 blah. Hi, did you know that my <laughs> wife works at the void? Uh, she works at the void near you. A void. A void. An Just empty void. void. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the other part, obviously, is our real life update. So my real life update is that today... My job attempted to take professional headshots. Uh, It went real well in that I showed up at 8.30 and then around 1 o'clock got headshots taken. They did let her leave. Yeah, that's true. I did get a headshot taken in my mask, which was nice. I enjoyed having my headshots taken. But it was at this place called the Citrus Club. And I can tell that the Citrus Club is fancy. How? Yeah, Megan, do you know how to tell if a restaurant is fancy? Mm, how many forks they give you? Mm, no. So in a situation where they're not even providing you food, you can tell it's fancy because there's barely any lighting. Mm, that's true. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. If you can't see the menu, boy, fancy is it restaurant. as expensive. <laughs> they don't want you to be able to see the price. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the fancier it is, the dimmer the lighting. Seems like it would be worse for photo taking. If it is, uh... Well, uh, that's why he brought, you know, his <laughs> setup light. with all of the... I don't know what they're called. You know, those big Soft cones. boxes and, and mm-hmm. light boxes and... It was fun. I don't know what this man in particular had, but... I'll just start naming photography equipment. Camera. He did have one of those. Mm-hmm. With a lens. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, true. He probably also used his finger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very professional turn. <laughs> Uh, and I guess the only other thing is that update. Mel got married on yeah, Tuesday. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel our, had a marriage. One of our eight listeners got married. Uh, second round of applause for Mel. Woo. Ooh, Mallory joined in this time. She'll clap for the marriage. Yeah, I will. Great. Uh, yes, Mel had a marriage and everyone else at RTR had a wedding. Uh, interesting. What it had been decided. Yep, 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 yep. I agree, I agree. It was a wild time and really fun. And masks finished. 
Oh yeah, that's true. We did finish our RPG masks that's been going on since before quarantine, but kind of spiraled out of control and probably went on longer than it was maybe originally going to go on for uh, because of the apocalypse uh, that it was powered by, but it was powered by a different type of apocalypse than <laughs> uh, I think the company originally intended. Yep, that's and true. And so we're going to start playing different RPGs. RPGs. <laughs> How many times has someone set, tried to say RPG? I've never heard anyone say that before, and it's okay if it never happens again. I know. It's really gross. Yeah. If you're listening at home, efficiency, have some water, and say <laughs> arpage. <laughs> See how you feel about it. Next time you call me to talk about the game, Skellen, just be like, hey, how's it going with that arpage? <laughs> the more I say it, the more I like it, actually. <laughs> Please stop. Try, say it again. Arpage. Don't you kind of like it now? <laughs> It's a terrible word. <laughs> Alternatively, it could be repouge. 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 <laughs> yep. All right. This is what we've evolved into. Today's... Not devolved. Evolved. Because oh, uh, it yeah. definitely, this is a much higher... Listen, we prioritize efficiency for. here, and here we are efficiently becoming evolved. Yep. You ready for a set of questions? You asked me a bunch of questions about books. Oh, yes, 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 So yes, I'm going to yes. ask you some questions about games, specically board games okay. slash card games, like okay. that not, sort of not, not games. video games. Not video games, okay. and also not role-playing games. Like, I don't mm. want any role-playing games. But what if I want to say Animal Crossing? Nope. Sorry. And what if I want to say Urpages? Nope. Mm-hmm. All right. you know, I've taken away all of your options. All of the things that I enjoy. So my Books first is at least something is... that you like. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I say as though I don't like board games. <laughs> I hate board games. That's not true. I love board games. Yeah. Did What was your favorite like board game as a kid? Tabletop game or card game? It could oh, be cards. I really liked the game of life. Okay. Um, because it had a lot of like pieces, and I like putting together all of the fiddly pieces. But this is when you get to find out that I'm sad because you said as a child and I imagined myself in my room by myself playing the game of life with three <laughs> different cars alone uh I also really liked Monopoly but like people don't enjoy playing Monopoly uh yeah so I played the game of life by myself in my bedroom and tried to give everyone very wild lives and see how it went I like it how about you uh, well, I want to say first off that the next time that you hang out with my family, Casey's favorite game is Monopoly. Mm. And she, the only time in my entire life I've ever played a full game of Monopoly was with my sister-in-law. And really? so it's definitely worth it. If you enjoy Monopoly, she loves to play. I won, or I won, I played Star Wars Monopoly a couple times because I had specifically like a Star Wars themed set that my mom would play with me occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also played a lot of Boggle as a kid. Uh, big fan of Boggle. It's too loud for Amanda. She won't play it with me because it's too loud. It is a loud That's game. also why she won't play Jenga. Mm-hmm. But Boggle, you have to like shake the thing. It's like Scrabble, but with more shaking. Yeah, because it's... it's those little cubed letters, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Clue. 
Mm, yeah, we a knew this. A lot. We knew this. Mm-hmm. When I was younger. That was my favorite game, for sure, when I was younger. And it's still one of my favorite tabletop games. Mm. Life is not one of my favorite tabletop games anymore. Uh, but do you, what is your current favorite tabletop game? In the, like, what is a game that no matter what's happening, if I was like, Megan, do you want to play this game? You'd be like, yes. Okay, so here's the issue. The answer is that I really like Coup. But Amanda hates Coup. She will not play it. Uh, and also, I really like playing Coup with my friends who like playing Coup, and we got really good at playing two-player Coup, which is an annoying way to play Coup that you can technically do. My brain keeps trying to say Clue. (laughs) Coup. The game with cards. I feel like I would call that a board game, even though there's not a board. it definitely It's not a card game. Because I would, like, board and card games are also both acceptable in this. Yeah, but I feel like... If you were like, my favorite game is poker, it would be acceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Coup is a card game where it's not important that they're cards, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I don't know. Um, so do you really like Coup? And then uh, we don't own Thanos Rising, but I will play that game <laughs> anytime, anywhere. Even during a pandemic. Just tell me where to be. <laughs> That's not true, but I do want to own that game. I don't own that game. Yep. All right. It's a good game. Uh, I really like the unlock games, which are basically mm-hmm. escape rooms in a box. Mm-hmm. But the deal is that they have less replay value. So I once. Yeah. Ish. And then, again, in years when I've forgotten how they work. <laughs> uh, but Fair. my number one... Like, hey, do you want to play a game? Will you play this game right now? Is Dixit. I will play that mm. at any moment, at any time. Dixit's hard, too, because, like, a lot of the card games are not just card games. A lot of the games that I like just are better with more players. Yeah, it definitely requires more players. But I'm not asking, like, what could you play right now in this moment? I'm asking, like, if somebody was like, we're going to play this game, you'd be like, yes, I'm in. And for mm-hmm. me, that's Dixit. If somebody was like, we're going to play Dixit, I'd be like, yes, I'm in. Mm-hmm. No matter what else is going on. There's some other games that I enjoy, but at certain times I'd be like, mm-hmm, I don't really. Yeah. But no matter what, Dixit. I really like Dixit, too. But speaking of the situations we live in now, what is your favorite two-player game? Mm. I really like Bananagrams. That's mine, too. We play a lot of Bananagrams in this home. We also own Bananagrams Duel, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It's I'm good at it, so I think it's fun. I also enjoy it. I'm not as good. Um, I also really like Keyforge. We haven't played Keyforge in a while, and Star Realms, which are both like better with two people than with a more amount of people, whereas with Bananagrams, I feel like it's about the same with two people as it is four people, it's definitely, Star Realms can be fun with four people, but sometimes it's overwhelming, and Keyforge you can only play with two people, so like, yeah, kind of SOL otherwise. Honorable mention to uh, Overcooked, which is the best (laughs) two-player video game. I will play at any time unless we are tired. There she is uh, in her video game territory. Listen... Listen, I considered a video game thing, but then I realized that Mallory doesn't play video games, so I wouldn't have answers to these questions, which means that you have to do the video game one so that you can come up with questions, because I don't know what Mm, questions to come up with. I guess But I can maybe come up with answers. I just feel like also video games could count. Like, uh, I don't play a ton of video games, so 
-hmm. It's not like I mostly pay pay. I mostly play cooking video games. Like I used to as a kid play cooking mama and like that I sort have of played thing that. that's a ds game right where you have mm-hmm. to like chop the stuff mm-hmm. i do recall or that like game. fruit ninja i just liked food related games <laughs> uh but like i don't play a lot of video games so uh my next question is the opposite side what is your favorite big party game mm. with lots of players well it's not cards against humanity because i don't like that game mm-hmm and it's not apples to apples because it is also not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Geek Out a lot. I think that Encore is fun with a lot of the people that we yep. hang out with, but that Geek Out is more universally like interesting at a party, especially because you learn things about people that you didn't know. Like You will just realize that someone is really into the Simpsons that you didn't know was really into the Simpsons until there was a question about the Simpsons or something like that. And I think that that's fun. Yeah. Um, Okay. I think Geek Out. I also enjoy Geek Out and Encore, but I do like Cards Against Humanity a lot. Yeah. We don't play it in this home. That's true. It's my kind of dark humor, and so I enjoy it as a large party game. And I also know that I'll have a good time with the people who are going to enjoy Cards Against Mandy, even if I don't necessarily mm-hmm. really know them very well. Yeah. That's the issue with me and Cards Against Humanity is that, like, people always want to play. They're like, it's fun to play with people who, like, you don't know very well. But I disagree because I pride myself on thinking that I'm funny and then when other people don't think I'm funny I I am not happy Mm. and when I yeah so I just get like really anxious like someone doesn't think that I'm funny and that's upsetting or a lot of times people will be like wow you have so many good options on this round when I'm the judge and I'll be like none of these are funny like you think that they're all funny but none of them are funny we played at a Halloween party this last year and that happened and I was like I think I'm done Because you think that these six answers are the funniest answers you've ever heard to whatever the question was. And I'm trying to pick out which one I hated the least. Yeah. (laughs) Not because the cards are too offensive for me. Like, I feel like a lot of people who dislike Cards Against Humanity think that the humor is too dark. And that ain't it. It's just that that type of game where you're trying to make people laugh or trying to it's more fun to play cards against humanity for me with people who you know very well and who know you very well because then you can tailor your humor to the person and you can feel really proud of yourself when you play penguins on amanda because you know that she'll pick penguins as long as it's not something about killing Mm -hmm. so you can be like yes i know amanda i did the thing but playing with strangers i'm just like oh i'm realizing that i hate all these strangers (laughs) that's fair dang it All right. Is there a game that you want to play but you never have? Never ever have? Hmm. Yeah, I want to play the legacy version of Betrayal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's also a Scooby-Doo version of Betrayal that's either coming out or hasn't, like, that either just came out or hasn't come out yet that I'd be interested in. Uh, I really like Betrayal in general as a game. Uh, I, it's kind of devices, divisive. Some people don't like it very much, but I really like that game. And I think the legacy version is fun because it walks the line of being an Urpridge mm-hmm. and is a fun 
way to get a group involved in potentially later playing an RPG. So I know a couple of RA friends who played a legacy game and then enjoyed playing together in a group with a linear story. So when they finished that, they just started D&D. Yeah. Which I think is cool as a cool way to get people into that sort of thing. Do you have a game that you... Yeah, you know my answer to this question. What is the answer? It's Time Stories. It's a game that I own. Oh. <laughs> that we've never played because Can't it is play it a linear storyline game where mm. you solve stuff. And it's a four-player Four game. Mm. And so I just never want to start it because I want to have a dedicated team. So we just need a person. Hello, out have... there in the ether. Are you a person who's I mean, allowed at our house Mel, and wants to play Time Stories? Mel will probably play it. I feel like maybe but we should ask Ginger. Care. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Ginger. Yeah, at the time that I wanted to do this before, Ginger just, like, was not available. But mm. uh, now there's a pandemic, so she's more available. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to play Time Stories. It is a linear story-based game where you repeatedly go, like, travel through time mm. and try and fix certain things. Do you have on this list games that you don't, like, a game that you don't own, but you Yeah, I was trying to think if there's one that I don't own, but I want to own. Uh, and I couldn't necessarily think of one that I, like, really want to play that I... Or, like, a game like, that you have played before... So that the you next don't question own? is a game that you've played and enjoyed but only vaguely remember... Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I will go first for this so there was a game that we played that I've played at Pat's house several times and it is something to do it's like a one night werewolf game which is another party game that I enjoy mm. I love werewolf but there's like sheriffs and it's like wild west themed mm. But I don't remember what the game is called. I don't remember any specifics about play, except that, like, it is, like, a versus each other thing. It's got, like, some of those elements of coup where you're, like, trying to figure out who's betraying you. And I think that you shoot people. I don't remember what it was called. I just remember really, really enjoying it. Hmm. Also on that list is that game that we attempted to play once where you are have your eyes closed and you, like, play in the dark and there's, like, a oh. vampire coming for you. But I also don't remember the title of that and we didn't finish that game, but I was very intrigued by the concept. Is it called Bang? It might be. Yeah, that might be it. Bang. I googled Wild West Mafia game. <laughs> and that's what that's what came up. Yeah. So. Uh, and, then that, and then that... Blind Game with the Vampires, which I don't remember the title of either. Sure. Say it again. Nyctophobia. Both of those are games that I vaguely remember enjoying, but, like, didn't remember well enough, obviously, to remember their names until you Googled them. Yeah. So do you have anything that's on that list? Um, I don't know. Yes. There's a game. There's a game that is like making paths and it's a resource collection game but it is not Catan but it like felt kind of like Catan but took less time okay um it's i think like a swedish or a norwegian 
game. Um, yeah, literally don't remember anything about it except that you were, like, building a path out of, like, tiles. And it's, like, a, I think it's might maybe a river. You try to, like, connect towns to rivers okay. to roads to make a town that is um, under your control and also has a lot of resources so like has a good river and a good town um yeah something about having like the best windy river maybe call like build a river game (laughs) maybe if you google game where you build a river i don't know how you build a river (laughs) But, yep, that's what it is. It's uh, Carcassonne. Ah, okay. I was going to say, is it Carcassonne? I wrote Game Where You Build a River, and yeah. it came up immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was right. It is a Euro, like a European game by mm-hmm. a European... I've played Carcassonne. That is an designer. enjoyable game. Um, that was a fun time. I don't really remember it very well. Um, I also played that game where you're a monster attacking a city... You're like Godzilla or you're, and it's a game where you want to attack the city and ideally you would be in the middle of the city holding down the fort, but then the other monsters attack you when you're in the city. So you will need to retreat and it's about being the monster who destroyed the city. So you're like playing against other teams because all of you have the same, not teams, other people, but you have the same goal. So there is... Smash City. That might be it. Which is the big one. And then there's also King of Tokyo. Ooh, it's King of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It is King of Tokyo. See, look at that. We're learning about a lot of games. I remember playing that. It was a fun time. There's apparently a Halloween King of Tokyo, Ooh. which sounds interesting. Can I get a time check? Time check? Wow. All right. Soaring, flying. Uh, I would like a card game mm. that you like. Well, I already said Coup, and I already said Keyforge. Uh, I'm going to actually make it more specific. Like a, like a card game? I would card like game? a game like, that uses a deck of 52 Yeah, I like Gin cards. Rummy. I play Gin oh. Rummy with my mother. We have a fun time. I always need to be reminded what the rules are, but then I remember, and I enjoy Gin Rummy. I also like that game... With the spoons. That's really stressful. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. It's not spoons. You use spoons. But it's the game that the potters play that's not spoons, but you do use spoons. Hmm. Where you, like, pick up things, but it's not spoons. This is also one that I have a vague recollection of, but do not know the The game where you're, like, trying to get rid of cards and, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I like Canasta. Which is I have no idea similar. how to play Canasta. It is very similar to Gin Rummy. Like, mm. they, are, they are similar games. Uh, and it is also a game that I played with my dad's parents a lot. And sometimes still have to be reminded of the rules, but mm. once I remember, I really, really enjoy it. I get soundly beat by my brother, because one of the things that you can do in Canasta is get dealt a perfect hand and then just go out blind. Mm. And my brother is very lucky. Yep. Uh, and then I would like... 
your least favorite tabletop game? Is yours Cards Against Humanity? I don't call that a tabletop game necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, I don't enjoy playing it, but if I really want to play a game, like at a party and that's what people are playing like sometimes I'll get I don't know in my in my old age I've become <laughs> less and less agreeable to playing cards against humanity in the first place cuz I just don't think it's very much fun I do not enjoy that movie game where you make up a movie mm-hmm. if we're in a large group if we were in a group with like us and Mel and Raymond that game would be a lot of fun but we have played that with more more than five people, and I hate it. Like, it's... Yeah. And we played once with, like, 20 people, and it was the worst game experience I've ever had in my life. Everyone was so uncomfortable, and I'm so empathic that I could, like, see people zoning out, see people anxious, and also see people having a lot of fun, and I was so overwhelmed. So I don't... What is that... What is... Best movie never made? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what that game's called. So... Fun for small groups, bad for large groups. But I was trying to think if there's a game that's not a party game that I don't like, like a board. I hate Risk. Game. Oh, I think I've played Risk. And I hate games that are also similar to Risk. Mm. I have only had bad experiences playing them. Like, I feel like Mm. they always just devolve into, like, bitterness and arguments. I know nothing about the game Risk. Uh, So Risk is you have armies and you, like, fight each other to take over the entire Mm. planet. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there are several versions of that. You have played the Game of Thrones one. We played it at Andy's house once. It took about an hour to set up, and we played for maybe 20 minutes. Mm, I must have Um, not been there that week, because I haven't played that. uh, Because I used to avoid Game of Thrones content. Yeah, I would say we did not play for very long, but it is a similar idea, where you like have armies and you move. Mm. And I have found that if I play it with two people, risk could be fine, but you get more than two people, then people are, like, making allyships and then breaking allyships. and mm. then Because only one person can win, and I just... Mm. I feel like it's not conducive ever to a fun time and never have a good time. Mm. In my brain, Risk and Trouble were the same game. Mm. I also don't like Trouble, but for a completely different reason, and that is that Trouble is almost entirely luck-based. Mm. Like, nothing about Trouble is strategy. I think trouble's fine. I think there is strategy. I disagree with you. We've had this conversation before because you can choose whether to, like, put all of your pieces out or not. So you can be a one-to-the-end type of person mm-hmm. or you can put, like, two or three out. You know, you can make choices. Um, I really hate playing trouble with small children. They don't understand the rules because there are a few just extra rules besides roll dice, move piece. Yeah. But it's fine. I like it just fine. I don't know. Is there, like, a board game we don't like playing, Amanda? They were like, no, I will not. Oh, haha. I hate that game Splendor with the money. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think it's pointless and stupid. And if you wanted to go buy things, go shopping. Why is it a game? And I just, I just don't think it's fun. I've only played it once. Jacob and Tracy are really into it. And I said, no, no, this is not a fun game. I would play it again if someone was like, I really want to play this. Or if I wanted to give someone a bad experience on purpose. I also wonder how you would feel about some of the like 90s kitschy games like 
like secret boyfriend mm. and things like that. I don't know. I could try some of those out sometime. I didn't play any of those sorts of games. I made one of the assignments for my like sixth grade reading class was to make a board game. I also had to make a board game. I made a board game that was like that. Sixth grade is middle school, Mallory. This was no baby board game. This was a very official looking board game. Oh yeah, Um, that's right. Because sixth grade is middle school. Like sixth grade is also middle school in the Midwest, but like my elementary school is kindergarten through six. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, no. They make you take reading in the sixth grade, at least at the time that I was a youth in Central Florida. And then if you did really well, you didn't ever have to take reading again. But if you did poorly, you had to take it in seventh grade. And if you did poorly, you had to take it Mm. in eighth grade. And then they would let your high school know and put you in a, like, remedial English class. So it felt like me proving that I'm really good at reading. It's, like, (laughs) my big thing. Uh, But we got to, I really liked my reading teacher, and all we did in that class was read, so I had a perfectly fine time. I was just a little bit better that I had to do it in the first place. And we had to make a board game based on a book that didn't already have, like, a game made out of it. I think I bought, like, a Shoots and Ladders board, but it had more of a gameplay mechanic of, like, Secret Boyfriend or something like that. Interesting. That's cool. Amanda, can I get one last time check, just so I know? Time check? Uh, Six and a half. Okay, with these final six and a half minutes, one thing that talking about board games got me thinking about is uh, how many board games people have been turning into movies. Oh. Uh, Including really, really terrible choices. And I'm going to give you a terrible choice, and you are going to see if you can think of a way to make this terrible choice into a movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, So this is something that was mentioned on a screenwriting podcast as, like, some of the dumb things that sometimes people give you because they're like, wow, you know what went really, really well? Like, Jumanji was really, really great. Mm -hmm. And uh, Battleship, like, did just fine. So uh, I would like you to make an Uno movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easy money. Okay. Um, An Uno movie is definitely a... Dating, like a movie about dating. Mm, um, okay. And a movie where there is an Uno deck that is being, like, distributed amongst people so that they know what move they have to make in their dating situation. So they have to, like, shuffle who they're dating right now and do what the Uno cards tell them to do. So, like, wild, okay, you're going to have to go on a date with that random person that you, like, haven't been on a date within a few weeks, but that is still texting you, and then, like, someone gets a reverse, and you have to go back on a date to the same place with the same person that you just went to, and that sort of thing. I feel like it needs to be some sort of oracle situation, um, hijinks ensues. Uh, there are versions of Uno that also have, like, switch hands cards Mm -hmm. and I think it would definitely include those sorts of things Uh, maybe like a brother and sister or a pair of roommates ideally it would be a brother and sister where the sister is bisexual Uh, or maybe where they're both bisexual where they are both single and wanting to go on dates and are being delivered uno cards in envelopes (laughs) to determine their dating life so when they have so, to switch hands, they switch dates with each other. But what happens if they get just, like, a blue number? 
I mean, like, they would be delivered a blue number and they wouldn't know what it would mean. And then they'd be walking down the street and there'd be someone in, like, a blue outfit where there are, if they got, like, a blue seven, it would be, they're wearing everything blue. Like, a blue hat and blue earrings and blue lipstick and a blue shirt and a blue skirt and blue socks and blue shoes. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, oh, man. Blue seven. Okay. One of them would be, like, a football player who's, like, that's their number. Mm-hmm. On a jersey that is that color. So there'd be probably a montage of numbered cards. But the numbered cards aren't the interesting part. Or it would be one of those movies that starts with someone on a date with this person. And he's like, wow, you know, Red 2, they're maybe my favorite. And then it like pauses. And they're like, that maybe sounded bad. I should go back a little bit. And then, like, does, like, the explanation of, like, so my sister and I were perpetually single, and we got these Uno cards, and blah, 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 blah. So there will be a couple of characters, Red 2, for example, Blue 7, and let's say Green 4, who are other main characters in the film, but... Only referred to as their Uno card numbers. I wouldn't say not only referred to, but, like, introduced with their Uno cards and how the group, the group, how they were met, like, what the first date was like and stuff like that. But then there would be a montage of lots of numbers where they just kept getting delivered numbers so they couldn't go on a date with the people from before because they weren't getting that old card. One where they try to go on a date with Red 2 when they weren't given the Red 2 card. And something terrible happens. Like, the date doesn't go badly, but Red 2, like, gets in a car accident and is fine but can't make the date. And they're like, shit, if we try to schedule dates with these other people, the universe is going to make it not happen. And that could be really dangerous for us and for the other people. So we should do what the cards say. And then the point of Uno, obviously, is to get down to one card. So you're just, Mm -hmm. like, slowly whittling down to find the one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that you're probably given a hand at first. And trying to figure out what the hand means, and they're trying to whittle down to one, but they get some pickup cards. Mm-hmm. Cards. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are draw twos and, like and draw yeah. fours. And... Yeah, so there'd be a little bit of that. Uh, there would also be some playing on each other, for sure, like them trying to figure out the game and realizing that you can play a draw two. Like, she's like, draw two unless you got a draw two, and he's like, draw two unless you got a draw two, mm-hmm. draw six unless you got a draw two. And then she has to go on six more dates that she wasn't planning to, and maybe that's how you get the montage. Okay. But yeah, that's that's my Uno I'm into movie it. pitch. Could have been worse. Really love it. Yeah, I I would watch that film. I think that it's definitely better than a lot of things that people have come up with. Uh, so because they did talk about like some of the horrible pitches you'd have for an Uno film. Alternatively, a horror movie with a similar thing. Where, like, a killer has an Uno mm-hmm. hand. Yeah, they also pitched, like, a little bit more... You know how, like, Battleship isn't really about the game Battleship? Mm-hmm. A sort of, like, four warring families. The blue, the green, mm-hmm. the red, and the yellow. Mm-hmm. And, like... Like how the Clue mm-hmm. uh, show that's not a show that is... Yes. <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, exactly. Like that sort of it's thing. It's like nods to the game, but not yeah. about the game. But I like your dating version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I feel like you can uh, work on that. Not enough thematically with Uno to make a thematic. That was the point, is that there's not enough thematically with so Uno, you don't but need it's to do that. still something that like people pitch and they're like, yeah, but you know, just bring us something for Uno. I got it. <laughs> I got you. And if anyone steals that idea, I'm coming for you. Because I believe in the ownership of ideas. Uh, are you going to do it, though? Efficiently, I might. <laughs> drink some water. Wow. <laughs> drink some water, and we're done. Bye! Bye.